everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Kate Hamilton Health Podcast. I am your host Kate Hamilton. So before we get into today's episode, I just want to run through uh, my one-to-one online coaching. So I am offering one-to-one online coaching at the minute and um, very limited spaces because that it is really really hands-on coaching so what you get is a totally it is totally personalized and uh, we would meet once a week on zoom we agree on your weekly targets you get a personalized workout program for the gym or for at home personalized nutrition approach so i'm going to meet you where you're at and we take it step by step and um, we're going to address other lifestyle habits that you might that might be blocking you on your journey a little bit it is totally led by you but it will be guided by me so we change things as we go and as you grow so we where we start we stay there for as long as you need and then we work uh, forwards and making steps to get further along your journey as you're ready so it is totally led by you and meant to be in a non-stressful environment. So it's an extremely holistic approach to health and fitness. So it incorporates my experience as a nutrition coach, as a health coach, and as a personal trainer. So if you'd like to learn more about it, please do contact me on Instagram, on Facebook, or on TikTok at Kate Hamilton Health, or you can email email me at katehamiltonhealth at gmail.com and we can book a call and have a little chat about it further. Anyway, so this is episode 10. And on this episode, um, we are joined with the fabulous Jilly Bowles um, of Jilly Bow Wellness. So Jilly is a qualified yoga teacher, personal trainer and certified mindfulness and meditation coach. She's currently studying to be a life coach as well, which is amazing. Can't wait to hear about it. Um, Jilly is from Greystones, County Wicklow, and she's already had such a positive impact on the community with her really positive social media, her yoga classes, her journaling challenges through lockdown. And um, it, she's just absolutely fantastic. So welcome, Jilly, And thank you so, so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for thank you the introduction so as well. It's always so lovely to come on you know, any kind of platform and to just speak with kind of like-minded people and to just discuss the whole kind of wellness, fitness, just the well-being industry. So thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Thank you for coming and giving us your time. So um, first of all, I suppose if you could tell us a bit about yourself, your story, your journey to where you are today and um, that would be yeah, great. Of course. So my whole career up until kind of lockdown and COVID was always in the office kind of world. So it was always in HR and recruitment and kind of up until 2017, maybe I wouldn't have had any background whatsoever in kind of fitness or wellness. And I just gradually kind of came into that world by going to a local gym and I found a huge love for mostly the feeling that exercise kind of gave my mind and then the added bonus of it over time eventually affecting your overall kind of outer body. But for me, that was a huge kind of starting point for wanting to change my career path down that road where you can actually help your mindset in the kind of busy world that we've had 
I went away then to Australia on a little adventure and when I came home I was like I'm going to maybe take this time before I jump back into a job to actually pursue a career in personal training and learn a little bit more about what actually is that you're doing in the gym. Because I always knew that you'd probably go in and you'd maybe do squats or weight lifts or circuit training, but what it actually was doing to the muscles and what your diet kind of, how it had an impact on on, on your overall well-being. So I studied with Elite and they're out in Black Rock and I did my personal training course with those and it was brilliant. It was really good and I subsequently went on to work with F45 for a while and I did an internship in a local gym and I absolutely loved it. But I found for me, I still struggled with my confidence in that kind of projecting my voice and kind of coaching in that kind of aspect. So I felt that I needed to try a more holistic kind of way. I knew I wanted to help people get that feeling where they felt kind of safe, empowered and had a positive impact on their body. But I felt like that wasn't the right place for me. So I was like, okay, yoga, maybe that will be where I'll find that I can fit in and I can still make an impact and it's good for you and it makes you feel happy and empowered. So I studied with a lovely lady called Rena O'Flynn. She's amazing. She's up in Delgany and she teaches small groups to do their 200-hour teacher training. And she teaches Ashtanga Yoga, which is a beautiful, beautiful practice. It's a set sequence. It's the same if you were to do a class here in Greystones or in Bali or in the UK or Portugal. It's the exact same class you go to. And I remember during my teacher training, I was like, gosh, okay, I'm definitely not the most advanced here at this. And I found the practice difficult, but I enjoyed it. Um, and I had a chat with Renock at the time, and I was like, I think if I end up teaching, I'm going to have to do my own type of flow. Because I could teach someone Ashtanga to the level that you kind of need for the practice. She was like, you teach at whatever level. So I was like, I think beginners is for me and I'm going to do my own interpretation and try to find my own little niche and my own kind of community through that. So that kind of led me to my own Jilibo yoga. And that essentially is an extension of a wellness page that I started during COVID. So it all started really from that initial page where I was just sharing my thoughts different things i started a, a journaling challenge and i started a community from that online platform which is now turned into a yoga platform as well as a kind of wellness page so that's my kind of loop of a journey from customer service and sales to trying to open up my own little little niche yoga platform <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. And it's so inspiring. And I think it's really, really, really important what you said there about that. First of all, about confidence in the gym, because I think that's something that everyone um, suffers from, including personal trainers. Everyone's trying to find their place and a gym can be a big, loud, scary place where it can be really hard to kind of tune in with yourself and to connect with your clients. It can be quite a stressful environment. And then even as you say, going into then the whole yoga space, and it's funny how we all have that imposter syndrome and we all 
kind of struggle to be like, oh, am I good enough to do this? Am I good enough to teach this? And I think it's really important to make the point that you don't have to be perfect at something. You don't need to be the best at something to teach it. All you need to do is really have a passion for it and be able to connect with people and really, really care. And I think that's just so important and how you make such a big impact in people's lives is by caring and connecting and sharing what it means to you. Yeah, absolutely. I always say that in my classes, and I know you've been to a few, which is so lovely to have you on the mat as well. When you're just yeah, so love that. I make mistakes during class. I fall I over. I lose my balance. And I think it's important for me to say to anyone that comes to join my class that there's certain poses that I can't even do. And on any given day, I'll say to you girls, like yeah and that we're all on the journey we're all learning and you know that you're on your yoga journey you're further along than me or any of your clients but that you know it's a lifelong thing and you don't just suddenly get to a place where oh i know yeah. everything it or i can do everything it's you're always learning and you're always progressing and that's what's exciting about fitness i think Absolutely. in general a thing I think it's really important in like your industry, which is the PT, the fitness, nutrition, if it's in yoga, Pilates, is that with anything in life, you only literally have to be a step ahead of someone to kind of help them. And I always like to give like that kind of analogy. It's like you were climbing a mountain and you were literally a step ahead of someone else. You're enough ahead to just try to pull them up that extra step. Yes. So that's all you ever I love that. You know, and sometimes I think we feel like we have to get another qualification or get another X, Y, and Z to be able to have the cert to teach or the the next best thing to kind of teach. Literally, only have to be able to be a little bit ahead. Tiny yeah. bit more knowledge to help someone in some way. You have no idea of the impact of just a tiny bit step ahead can be. Exactly. And I think it's really important just to take what you have, the skills you have, the experience you have and share it and use that and just start. Because once you start, you can like it's not, you know, that like, you know, you go and you get a degree and that's it. You're qualified. You, you know, and that's it. You never have to learn again like this, especially in health, fitness, wellness. You have to constantly learn. You have to constantly stay with what's relevant. And there's always more to learn. And it's really important to not wait to get to that stage and just to share as yeah, you go. Absolutely. A hundred percent. It's the first step is always the most the scariest step, step in the world. Um, and I remember when I was doing my teacher training, I went through it, even though I was maybe the least advanced person in my class. I was like, the second I finish, I have to do, I have to start, because if I don't start teaching right away, do it. And I knew I knew myself well enough to know that I would do it to the point that I actually had a consultation with this wonderful lady called Deborah Powell, who's on Instagram. And I had an hour long consultation with her. The most beneficial thing, apart from her advice, of course, was she set set a date that I had to put a post up on Instagram to advertise my first class. 
yeah. the two or three times before she was like, are you ready? We're going to do it on this day. Are you ready? We're going to do it on this day. And they'll be being like, what time are you doing the post? Have you done it yet? When are you doing it? And that accountability to have yeah. someone, whether it's a friend, a family member, like me, I actually went to someone to have her be like, come on, come on. She is, um, to this day, I I still thank her for being the person. I was like, come on, put it up. You need to do it. <laughs> I think that's so important um, for everyone to have an accountability coach. Like I said, it can be a coach that you hire, like a personal trainer or like I had a business coach for a while, you know, that you have someone who's who's kind of walked the path that you're walking and helps you along. Like you said, that's one step ahead up the mountain, whether it's fitness, whether it's personal development, whether it's your career that or whether it's just a friend that's doing it it's just yeah it's so important because it's so easy to just have that shaky voice that tells you oh you can't do it or you know and we all have it and it's to be able to become stronger than that voice and sometimes you just need that friend or that coach to be like no get that post up or go to the gym (laughs) or do this you know whatever whatever your goal is that you've someone there to be like right come on step out of your comfort zone you're never going to grow there and um just yeah that little nudge absolutely it's so needed i only bumped into her the other day and like i just gave her such a big hug because i know without her doing that that day and to her it might have been a huge like a huge thing for her but for me to get those two or three messages and make me do it made me be where i am today do you know what yeah yeah exactly yeah and it's it also kind of has a knock-on effect when you have a coach like you know for example i started doing your yoga classes i used to do yoga years ago and kind of obviously life got busy and then suddenly i wasn't doing it anymore and i really missed it and i always loved that connection with myself that i would get from it and so and then obviously I'm, i'm strength training quite a lot lately which makes you stiff when you don't make time for your mobility work which i tended not to because you know having three kids it's always crazy busy and i was like no i need and, you know, and I kind of I would know how to do sun salutations. And, you know, I, I'm like, I could do a little yoga practice at home. And I like, come on, Kate, you're never going to. So just go join a yoga class. So I love coming down to your class on a Sunday morning. And it kind of finishes, it closes off my week in a really nice way and starts my new week in a, in a really nice way. And I find now that I'm doing that, I'm meditating more at home. I'm doing more mobility work and it, it like it has a knock on effect once you ha- once you just start something and you have that there in your regular routine. So every week I'm coming to your yoga class, it's making that part of my weekly routine now and it's making me want to do more. Which is so lovely. I know. As you say, pop it into your routine, make time for yourself. I find that I'm over just at home on my own and I myself go to other people's yoga classes so I can go to other people because I'll do 20 minutes and it will only be 10 but my phone will go off and that will take me away from that. The door. Yes. I have to for me go to classes where I'm around people to ensure that I still learning that I'm still practicing, still taking the time to do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so it is so important to make that time for self care. And this is what I say to my clients all the time. I know a lot of the listeners here are 
busy mums, they're busy professionals, a mix of both, you know, a lot of busy ladies that find it hard to make time for themselves because they're so busy looking after everyone else or, you know, and such a busy work life that I kind of always trying to stress how important it is to even just take 10 minutes if that's all you can manage and just lock yourself in a corner somewhere and um, try and give yourself that little bit of time, even if you have to go and drive somewhere. Sometimes I actually go out in my car just to get away from my kid, my three kids, just have a little. But like I said, come to your class because it's a, at home. I'm interrupted or but even sometimes just to go for a drive or just a walk down to the beach and whatever it is, just to get away, switch off, have that time for you um, is so, so important. But yoga is a fantastic way if you have a little bit of a practice that you can just you don't need to go anywhere. Just find a corner and Sing the out. take some time out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I suppose um, since we're talking about yoga at the minute, will we go into um, what? So I, I'm interested to know what your definition of yoga is and kind of how it's changed your life, the benefits and maybe some simple habits that we could incorporate at home. If, if we've got listeners that aren't in a position to come to a class, that's a lot in that one question. But <laughs> yoga for me is something that is taking a little bit of time to just reconnect in with your body just through conscious movement and just connecting your breath with small movements so they don't have to be too complicated and you don't have to go into those inversions or those back bends and the figure of where poses but you can simply just be taking a few moments to sit and just raising your hands and just your head and just allowing yourself to take the legs around you sometimes that small action can be so empowering just to bring your hands up over your head take a deep breath because you breathe so shallowly and so quickly day to day because always on the go Always on the go. I think sometimes we don't sometimes to sit the space and be present. So for me, it's um for me taking some time out of a busy life and letting myself letting weave and unravel this that slow breath in a space. I, it took me a long time to find the type, time type of yoga that I like. Busy mind, so I found that my own mind is so beautiful. The slowness of the practice sometimes left me too much space to overthink. You might hold an extended amount of time, and I only would be allowed to kind of have my mind quiet for 30-40 seconds, and I'd be rushed that thing I said four weeks ago. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can, if that's my type of yoga. And then there's obviously the advanced types like my Ashtanga, but when I went to those classes, I went to those classes, I was upset with myself, but I couldn't do certain poses, and I felt like they were not at a good level. So 
It took me some time to find that I needed the balance between energetic kind of movement where you would kind of leave your thoughts aside for a few moments and then other times where you can reconnect in with the breath. So I try to have my moving a lot, but there's poses and breaks where you can take the walls as well and allow yourself to settle into the body. That's kind of where I've kind of found somewhere between beginner and movement yeah it's a lovely combination it really is and i find personally that i i need the bit of movement to be able to connect in with myself i can't go from rushing in and get sitting down and then suddenly having to quiet my mind so i need that movement it's like you know with like in your yoga class or in the gym i need the workout and then my stretch afterwards i'm able to connect with myself then or even when i go for a walk i live in kilkool so i walk down to the sea and i get a really good fast-paced walk down and then i'll walk all the way to the end of the beach and i'll sit there and i have this lovely really quiet mind where i'm able to connect with myself whereas if i drove down and just sat on the beach i don't have the same experience so i think the movement getting your energy flowing through your body really helps it quietens the mind first of all because you're concentrating on what you're doing and then because the energy is flowing i just think it just naturally then it's so much easier to connect and to quieten your mind absolutely i was listening to a podcast the other day and it was about like dopamine and serotonin and they said when you get the most kind of dopamine release is when you have to kind of actively work for something so you definitely can get it from your phone and you can pick it up and open it and you'll get that because you get that kind of open you don't have to do too much to get that. You literally just have to open your phone and you get that small kind of ball. And you're like, what I find for me that if you find a little bit and exert energy, you can curl up and down to the beach and then sitting. You have to do that walk. That's maybe a little bit uncomfortable because you have to put some effort into it. And then when you sit, you get that rest because you've done something to get it. And I kind of like there is definitely some movement and you're burning a little bit of energy and you're creating a little bit of heat and then you'll rest and you can kind of settle and let that energy fall so that's where I kind of like that the balance between the two and it's with you and your PT you might do a really hard session and then you'll feel a lot from that a little bit longer because you put a lot into it and you kind of get that reward and that happiness from the amount of effort you've put into it it's not easy doing your squats and your deadlifts and your weight sessions but when you've done it you're like yes 